Again, he also could be Asperger's autistic. We don't know. <laughs> cow. No. Burnt and mutilated cow flesh. Is that just leather? <laughs> the reason why he's called the beast is because his email is thebeast35 at gmail.com. And so I had my favorite of the, of the lot was Rock and her sister Flock, all <laughs> spelt with K's. <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we take the best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. On today's episode, we'll be playing News or Not, as well as giving you guys advice on Cock or Be Cocked. To wrap up the week is me, Miguel. We've got Sen. G'day. And Rohit. G'day, g'day. Fellas, this week actually happened today. I've got something that I want to share with the podcast, with you guys and the listeners. So, I was at the um, the local like sports store. I was buying some trackies. Went in the line to pay for it. Um, small petite like blonde woman in front of me um, who was just waiting who was actually at the counter paying for her stuff and then the regular I was dropping some eaves you know I wanted to hear what was going on the lady at the counter was like oh you know would you like to join the membership program she's like yeah absolutely Um, and then the lady's okay so what's your name and then she says Rick Ross Can't be real. <laughs> I'm being I'm, literally cannot be real. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so I look at her. I've done like a bit of a double tech because I'm not sure she's serious. Then the lady at the sports counter looked at her and she's like, "Sorry, what was that?" And she's like, "Yeah, Rick Ross, Rick." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it got me thinking of uh, some things that happened recently. So I used to work at a, a shoe shop and so a lot of our profits came during the time where we sold school shoes when kids were going back to school and so on this particular this particular store what you have to do is walk across like a mat and then it gives you like the you know how your feet move inwards or outwards or whatever and so when they go on there you ask for their name and then like you type in um their name so it's a bit more personalized or whatever and then what we did during that time is we had a whiteboard at the back of all the like names the parents gave their kids and so um, I had my favorite of the, of the lot was Rock and her sister Flock, all <laughs> spelt with K's. What? <laughs> so Rock was R-O-K and Flock was F-L-O-K. Oh, my Lord. And then we had the classics like Neva, you know, Amen, all those kinds of things, standard stuff. Amen. Uh, <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> See what? Well, did and, you also meet a praise be unto him as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, I got me thinking, fellas, like best nicknames, best names you've ever heard of. Yeah, so I've got a few from back in high school, a few nicknames that, you know, when I think about them, they just make zero sense. So the first one was this bloke. Um, so the story behind it is me and my mate were in a maths class. We saw the role from the cl- class before us, actually. And we saw the name Mahmoud. So, if you would like to know the story behind how I know how to say Mahmoud, this is it. So, we wow. thought, how cool would it be if we knew a Mahmoud? <laughs> so, from that, so, from that point on, that's we looked to our left, saw another student, and we're like, you're Mahmoud, mate. <laughs> this, is, this is just typical high school stuff. <laughs> so, it's so, it's so dumb, but it caught on. Mm. I'm sure all of us know him as Mahmoud. And, and this is really why kids have no chance in high school. Like, you can name your kid, you know... Sailor Bob, just the standard names all around. But, you know, one per- like one friend like Miguel who looks around and sees Mahmoud on the counter turns to you and says, you're Mahmoud now, and suddenly you're branded as the rest of high school. Yeah, so to this day, if I saw him, I would still call him Mahmoud. 
Mm. Right, and then the second one, it comes from, we had soccer trials one day um, and it was in year seven. So there were a lot of teams, a lot of people trying out. And the teacher that was actually grading the teams didn't have like the role of all the students' names. So he only had a piece of paper to write down everyone's names. And trying out for the soccer team was Jeffrey, friend of the show. And he told the teacher his name was Jeff. So at the end of the trials, when the teacher was telling everyone who's in the team, who's in not, the teacher said, Guff was in the team, boys. <sighs> Guff, that's not a name. How did he come <laughs> up with Guff? <laughs> How do you hear something and that Guff, yeah, that's a name. I didn't got, think got- Rock was a name, nor Flock, <laughs> just by the way. Guff. And yet. Well, his, his name is Guff. Again, to this day, we still call him Guff. Poor bugger had no chance. I've got a couple as well. Um, so, at my last job, we uh, we had clients and there was this bloke who's also funny enough. His name was Jeff Henderson, right? Um, and But everyone called him The Beast. <laughs> was there a need for the full name? That's not his real name, by the way. But uh, I thought okay. it would just be funny to give it. Um, but no, but there's a, there's a reason why. So, everyone just called him The Beast. And so, mm. we, we had like a, a client function where everyone's like, mate, you're going to meet the beast. Get ready to meet the beast. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, what, is this guy going to be like seven foot, you know, 300 pounds? Just going to like choke slam me or something? So, anyway, we get to the day and then we, and then finally everyone's just huddled around and then I meet the beast. It's an 85-year-old man. <laughs> he's got a walking <laughs> stick. <laughs> the man, he's like a geriatric old fool. He's like on death's door. And the reason why he's called The Beast is because his email is thebeast35 at gmail.com. And so he's given himself <laughs> the name. He's given himself the That's name The Beast. That's a bold move to self-appoint a nickname. <laughs> I've never been so disappointed in my life. You reckon he was a name that he had from young and it just carried over? Like That's like a 50-year-old email address? Or you reckon he's, you know? I don't know, but... Was it was it The Beast or Da Beast? No, like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. He's not young, mate. So it was... T-H-E, it was correct spelling, correct diction. Oh, um, but was there 34 was... beasts previously? <laughs> I think that was the year he was born or something like that. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> so, it was oh, the most blatant case of false advertising I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> I've got two more from uh, school as well. Um, so, we had a guy. Um, and so, okay, so this was year seven. We watched um, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Um, sad movie. Um, but f- funny consequences from it. Um, and there was a little Jewish boy. Um, his name was Shmuel. And he was like this little, for lack of a better word, mal- malnourished um, twig of a bloke who was uh, bold, um, very sickly. And unfortunately, we had a guy who looked exactly the same um, back in year seven. Oh, no. he, um, the thing is, he looked okay. But then um, around the time we watched the movie, no, we were, he, we, by the time we watched the movie, he got a haircut and he got like a buzz cut. <laughs> And so he was completely bold. <laughs> and he's like, The story behind his buzz cut is hilarious as well. Oh, uh, yeah. So the story behind the buzz. So he got one of those sick fade cuts. Um, but then his dad, <laughs> a famous angry Serbian man, was not happy with this. And so he, he just took matters into his own hands and uh, undid that haircut and just gave him a buzz cut. <laughs> took him out to the shed, apparently, and grabbed his head and just shaved away. Mate, isn't his nickname also Dragon? <laughs> no, bro, that's just his actual name. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it is, you idiot. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, he, he had a bowl cut and pasty white bloke and we called him Shmuel. Um, and then there was one more. Just, no, no, hold on. No, just for context, Boy in Striper Jam is about the Holocaust. We need to put that clear <laughs> as well. That's why this nickname is a bit dicey. Um, and there was final one more. Um, this is like when, so Rowan, Manny, you were both here for this one. I think we were in year 10 um, and we were down on the Oval playing soccer. And there was like a group of year sevens um, who kicked the soccer ball, their soccer ball towards us. 
And um, one of our mates uh, got their ball and absolutely sent it, like, as far as he could. And this one little chubby little Indian kid comes up to us and tries to big him up, big up himself. And then uh, one of our mates is like, go away, you little shit. And this kid looks the the guy in the eye and says, I'm not a little shit. I'm a big shit. And so for the next three <laughs> years, we call this kid big shit. <laughs> Again, self-appointed. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was trying to prove with that, <laughs> but that uh, yeah, was one of the best nicknames we had, I think. Um. <laughs> Deary me, yeah, that's that's you can't do that. To be honest, like nicknames, it's a. I've always wanted to name my kid, you know, so they have like a cool nickname or like a cool initials. I always wanted my kid like Jr. JT. <laughs> my last name starts with N. N. So good luck with that. <laughs> what, JN? JN. Doesn't have the same ring to it. But yeah, it's a make or break. All right. Also for this week, I've got a couple of things that I want to get off my chest and talk about. Well, first I want to talk about Russia. And so apparently this week they've got some kind of cure for COVID um, that they're going to start wheeling out soon. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to be putting my name down for that cure anytime soon. Apparently it's just a shot of vodka that they put into you. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, but I don't um, know, like, how desperate would you have to be f- to try Putin's magic concoction? <laughs> You'd have no idea what's in that. It's a bit like playing, yeah, Russian roulette, really. It literally You don't know is. what mutation you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, you might be Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> could be good, but Spider-Man. <laughs> could be. But that's the other thing. You know, you could be, uh, you could lose a couple of limbs. You never know what the what happens. But then, okay, I guess from this, I wanted to ask, like, would you do medical testing? Like, how much would they have to offer you for them to just start injecting random shit into your body? I know, Ro, you're a fiend for, you'd probably do it for about 50 bucks, I reckon. The man does focus groups as a hobby, sorry. That's, <laughs> dude, that's so much fun. You can't get killed by that. I mean, the one that I can't, can I talk about it? Uh, I did a VR one that almost killed me because I just got super dizzy and I had no idea what was going on. They put the sensitive... Like they put the sensitivity up really, really high. And so like when I looked around, it felt like I was in bloody satin. Like, it <laughs> felt like I was moving. Um, but the, the focus groups, look, focus groups are all fun and games. You know, you're tasting pizza for a hundred bucks. They're like, oh, do you like the soy sauce meat lovers pizza flavor combo? You're like, eh, you know, not really. And then they write that stuff down. Medical testing is a bit different. I feel like the only time I'd have to like, I'd take medical testing is if I, if I was going to die, you know what I mean? Like if I was on death door with COVID-19 and Putin's come out with this miracle drug that you don't know what's going in, I think I'd roll the dice. But then you wouldn't be eligible for it because like you need a control group. So, you'd have to be completely healthy for them to test on you. One billion dollars right hit. <laughs> for what? <laughs> for that? To test Putin's magic sauce. Nah. But on, dude, honestly, I, no, dude. One billion. That is a bag and a half. Dude, I'm not looking to die early. And like, I probably won't even die. You know what I mean? Like, I probably have the worst. You're going to lose one testicle, but you have a billion dollars. Yeah, I don't know. There's I don't any- know. I'd, I'd, I'd roll the dice on like 100K. Really? 100K yeah. is too little. Dude, what if it actually little. works? You know, why are you assuming it doesn't work? Because you yeah, turn well, into a mutant otherwise. Yeah, yeah where's the downside? 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have 10 split personalities, not that you turn into 10 aliens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was reading like about the, the, the COVID vaccine or whatever. So they've skipped like what's called phase three. And so phase three is basically the most important think- part of the testing. Yeah. Isn't that where like- you actually figure out if that shit works? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the first part of phase three is testing it on animals and then like testing it in like small number of humans. And then again on a large sample of humans. So what's happened without phase three is like, Oh, mate, Putin's got in the lab, just mixed a couple of chemicals <laughs> together, and he's like, that's the cure. <laughs> got fucking Rasputin to fucking mix some shit at the back. Yeah, because I, 
because I was reading like the mumps um, vaccine, for example, took like four years. And so this is like, would you roll the dice on something that's taken less than a quarter of the time? Good name though, Sputnik Five. Oh, is that the name of the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! You know, mm-hmm. I, you can pay me to do it. Honestly, you're saying you're saying you do it for a mil mix? A mil, a bill, hundred percent. A, a mil. That's still it has to be like completely life changing because the fucking vaccine could change my life. So I need to be <laughs> rewarded for the risk. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with like the Russian testing like let's say they tested 100 people and it was like successful on 60 you wouldn't know about the 40 fails like they just kill them off anyway yeah they just say we only tested on 60 people and it was all successful look at that mm. anyway let's stop before we get cancelled by Russia um, I got one more thing I want to talk about source I just think you know we need to come together as a community and figure out source. You know, are we naming source about what's inside the source? Like tomato sauce, for example. What's in tomato sauce? Tomatoes, right? Mm. But then barbecue sauce. Are we naming it by what it should go on? Like, well, like we discussed a few weeks ago, there's no such thing as barbecue flavor. There's no ingredients for barbecue. So, like, what are we naming it on? So, I feel like the source board, the source community, we all need to come together. You know, it's 2020. Yeah, consensus. Consensus. Like, it's just too confusing now. Like you guys- Dare I say barbecue sauce is an outlier? What are some others? I can't think of other sauces that aren't named after the- Like hot sauce. What the fuck is hot sauce? No, you can call it chili sauce, no? Chili sauce. <laughs> Who calls it chili sauce? It's hot sauce. You really know. sweat into the American population. I've never heard anyone in Australia call it hot sauce. Is that just me? No, it's just- No, I'm just trying to meme here. But to be honest, but I think like we've got we to gotta figure out, right? Oyster sauce, for example. Well, do, you have a problem? do you have a problem with mayonnaise? Well, what the hell's mayonnaise? <laughs> Yeah, what is mayonnaise? Holland. Oh, you know, you're right, Sam, actually. Now that I think about Thank it. Thank you. See? There are a lot of rogue sauces that you just Worcestershire don't know sauce. That's not even like what it goes on. That's just a place. Tartar sauce. You're right. I, I, I think. Soy like, sauce. Is this how so- has this podcast become us naming sauces? Is, is, is there soy in soy <laughs> we've sauce? Really, we've really gone off the rails, boys. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, if I had to say something, my favorite sauce is barbecue sauce. And. I put it on, you know, everything that's not limited to barbecue-related uh, items. So, I'd like to hop on the bandwagon and formally say that it should be just versions of barbecue sauce. So, <laughs> Tomato barbecue sauce, hot yeah. barbecue sauce. <laughs> exactly right. I know. I think that we just need to pick it. It's like the metric versus imperial. We need to pick one system and just go with it. You either name it by what's inside it or what it should go on. I don't know, that's just no, the, me. Pro- the, pro- the problem is, like like I'm saying, Worcestershire sauce is neither of those things. Like, do we just get rid of it? So, then there's a third branch now because you've got Szechuan sauce as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're neither here oh nor there with this. So, right now, there's three baskets. There's three layers of sauces. So, you can be where it's from, what it's made from, or what it's put No, on. but then you've got the rogue ones like mayonnaise, tartar sauce, hokkien sauce. Unless Hawkins a place. place, no. Okay, then don't worry yeah, about Hawkins it. Like oyster sauce. What's oyster sauce? Is it made out of oysters? Is it go on oysters? Is oyster a place? Like oysters. Well, then that's neither of any of those categories. <laughs> that's that's so the fourth is that, category. Is that a fourth one where it's named what it's meant to taste like, but isn't actually made of it? Where does wasabi sin in this? Is that a sauce? Is wasabi a place? <laughs> <laughs> is it even a condiment? What is what is wasabi? See, this raises more questions than it answers, really. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You've actually uh, blown you've, my mind. This here, is a big problem discussion. that I don't know. Don't have a solution. Can we bring in like a, a source expert next week? <laughs> if you're a source expert listening to this podcast right now, please write in. Yeah, yeah. At no, critical we'll banter. Yeah, we'll put the call out. I'd love to know the answer to this. Send in resume, cover letter, and one page why you should appear in our podcast. Beautiful. All right, we're going to wait for the source expert. We'll get back to you next week. 
Alrighty guys, for our game this week, we're playing news or not. So for those of you who have not played before, I've got a couple of articles, some of which are news and some of which I have made up. So the boys and you at home have to figure out which ones I've actually made up. So article number one, my dear friends, Adam Silver warns players against leaving bubble for strip clubs. Sandy, I think this one's true. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've read things where players are trying to sneak in strippers. So maybe that's heightened old Adam Silver to the possibility that they leave the bubble for strip clubs. Would he clubs. come out and blatantly say say that? Surely he'd a bit of innuendo, a bit of subtlety. We're talking about NBA players sent Thurin. I don't get it though. Like it's the middle of a pandemic. How desperate do you have to be? No, to be fair, strippers have to make ends meet as well. <laughs> do you have to socially distance at a strip club? I feel like if you get corona at a strip club, that's the probably the best outcome for you. <laughs> best. Can you still get lap? You can't get lap dances in a strip club, right? That's not adhering to the 1.5 meter or six foot whatever the freedom unit conversion is. Hmm. I think. I think. Yeah. I think you just watch on stage. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Well, in Australia as well, like they're discouraging actual physical cash. So, like, what do you throw at the strippers? You can't. No, you say you sanitize it in your seat, and then you throw. Do it. you just show them your B map, and then you're like you pressing the like the transfer button? Is that like the like the <laughs> The new way of throwing money at strippers. I'm envisaging like a beam it is on the screen behind them and you've got to just transfer them. <laughs> and there's like a live tally, you know? Oh, that's, yeah. It's not as fun, eh? Or maybe a leaderboard could be on. But, so anyway, go on. No, go. <laughs> what was the thing again? <laughs> <laughs> it's happened again. Um, Adam Silver. Adam Silver warns people from leaving bubble for strip clubs. Yeah, we'll say it's true. We'll say true. Uh, not true. So the first new thing was right. Bastard. It was uh, yeah. He's not going to come out and explicitly say it. All right, next one. Uh, you're right, Sandy. You're right. Newlyweds shamed for a wedding cake that looks like burnt and mutilated cow flesh. Why would you get shamed for that? The article says the cattle brand themed wedding cake looks like a crusty infected nipple. The article he reckons. <laughs> you reckon Rohit made up a headline and an article? No, nah, he wouldn't come up with this. The, B- the Batuta has articles as well. So does The Onion. Uh, true. Uh, so there goes the facade of you making them up. I mean, I did make them up. Well, oh, I- he did. He did. <laughs> well, I made them up by means I copied them from somewhere and modified them slightly, <laughs> which is what all creative geniuses do. <laughs> ah. Or also have uh, what I call going through uni. Mm. <laughs> what are we saying? Yeah, yeah, go- yeah. Yeah, repeat it again, Ro. Newlyweds shamed for wedding cake that looks like burnt and mutilated cow flesh. Cow. Burnt and mutilated cow flesh. Is that just leather? (laughs) (laughs) Technically, I guess. (laughs) That's right. So, a leather cake. But why would you want a wedding cake like that? Creative creative design. Maybe they were- No, you can have anything for your wedding cake. Why is that the first thing you go for? Country bumpkins. Maybe they, they met on a farm or something like that. Yeah, cow has sentimental. Okay, value. fine. Have like a, a live cow. Why a dead cow? Maybe their first kiss was by a dead cow, Sen. You don't know the whole the whole story. What kind of redneck shit is this? Yeah, were a dead cow. It was with a dead cow. <laughs> <laughs> How they bonded. All right. You know what? You've convinced me. This sounds true. We'll say true. All right. Congratulations. It is true. <laughs> uh, there we go. And I did stuff up by saying the, uh, <laughs> the article. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> All right, next one. Teen who, to- oh, sorry, let me start that again. Teen who's told she looks like Michael Jackson says she sees the funny side. 
Is this early young Michael Jackson or the, the later plastic surgery Michael Jackson? Or Michael he Jackson was- right now, six feet under. <laughs> no, he's in Cuba. It was white Tupac, Michael Jackson. Tupac, Biggie. Nah, wh- white I feel is more believable. White Michael Jackson look- low-key looks like a chick, no? Looks like an alien. Post-Botox. I don't know. I don't know. Looks like one of the white walkers from Game of Thrones, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Would you find the funny side of someone compared <laughs> you to a... Well, no. First of all, was Michael Jackson... Alleged, Sen. I know where you're going. Alleged. There have been reports. <laughs> there were witnesses. <laughs> it's all alleged. The man had a ranch where he kept them. <laughs> that, he, <laughs> that, that he built specifically for kids' sleepovers. I don't know. If someone Look, if you said I look like Jackson 5, Michael Jackson, you know, I'd, I'd be like, it's a bit strange, but okay, I'll go with it. But if you said I look like Thriller, Michael Jackson, I'd be like, that's it's a bit how you're going. Like, I, I would definitely wouldn't find the funny side of that. So is that how we're determining it's real or not? Whether <laughs> being called Michael Jackson is funny? Yeah, I think. Well, how else can you approach this? You know what, Senora? I back your strategy. What are you saying then? Fake? I think it's fake. Yeah. All right, it's fake, Rowie. It's real. Team, oh my god! Down the funny side of it. How is this news? <laughs> That's what I want. That's my next question to this. How is this news? <laughs> all right, the next one. Teen sleeps with all five of his bullies' mums to assert dominance. <laughs> All this teen news, Rowie. Yeah, what were you looking up? <laughs> to be honest, I was looking up for all of these like weirdest news articles of 2020, funniest news articles of 2020. Oh, so this is all from this year. Yeah, all from this year. Mm. Teen sleeps with bullies' mums. Is that the headline? Five of them. If you can. Five. Well, no, I can't. Look, look, you're saying I'm exactly one or two. Again, exactly. one or two. One or two. I could have believed. Even three. At a stretch, I'll give you four, <laughs> you know? We'll call it four, we'll call it even, you know? But five, <laughs> I'm calling shenanigans. Five, too much. That's more than a Warzone squad. I'm trying we to can't pull the wool over my eyes here with five. So we'll say, we'll say it's fake. fake. Yeah, we'll say fake. it's fake. Once again, it is real. No way. I'm going to need the receipts on this, man. Any man or their dog can say this up with, you know, five months. Yeah, exactly. This is a bit of hearsay. Where's here. the proof? Where's the evidence? This one was from uh, the Mirror UK. So uh, take that as Reputable you will. Reputable source. Oh, very much slags. So. <laughs> All right. The final one, my dear friends. Ellen, I never intended to make staff feel unsafe by wearing a bloodied ram skull. <laughs> this one, I'm pretty sure it's just straight up fake, but we'll entertain it for a bit. Nah, Ellen's been in the news recently. Yeah, because she cancelled, I believe. Psychologically bullied people. Not she walked around with some witch doctor shit. <laughs> she's not part she, of the act. She's a psycho, not a shaman. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but she has all those videos on like jump scaring people. I'm sure maybe in her spare time she also did this, this mm, bullshit. I don't know. Ellen just rubs me the wrong way. I, I could see this being real. Nah, she ordered people not to even look her in the eyes. I can't see her walking around with a dead carcass around her. Please explain that. What happened? Oh, like like her staff members, she's like, you can't look me in the eyes when you talk to me. Where are they supposed to look? Well, I know you asked Miss DeGeneres that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you like, couldn't make eye contact with her when, like, if you're walking in the corridor with her, you have to, like, kind of just, like, give way. <laughs> Is it like it's a like- bull? <laughs> you look them in the eye, they're, they're kind of raging? Yeah, it's like when you're driving and, like, you hear, like, the ambulance or, like, the fire, fire, fire brigade and you just pull over to the side and you let him go. It's basically that. <laughs> Ellen didn't strike me as the type to be, you know, uh, I, I didn't really watch her show that much, but she seemed like a nice enough lass. 
on camera to all the celebrities. Yeah, it's, that's her PR machine working its wonders. Dude, if you looked into her eyes, there's, there's nothing there. Anyway, so yeah. we'll say, oh, actually, she is crazy. Um, she is a we- she is a weirdo. All right. I think it's false, but we'll go with you. Fine. You say it's true. All right, true. I'm saying with my chest, or it's true. It's false. That is it's straight false. from the <laughs> That sounded like a... Yeah, go on, right? What was the second part? The second part was, I never intended to make staff feel unsafe by wearing a bloodied ram skull and carrying around a bloodied mace. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't withhold half the headline. No, but that's him making the headline. Yeah. You know, he didn't copy it. He made it. <laughs> oh, dearie me. So, at the end of that, boys, you only received one point. A miserly effort from you two. We'll see if we can do better next week. This is Cockaby Cucked. Cuck, 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 this is the segment where we give you guys tips on how to alpha those who have alphaed you. Uh, so our first story for today has been set in by Christian. Uh, he sent into the retired Google Doc, so congrats for finding it, mate. And he says to us boys, boys, I need your help. I work at a gas station at the cash register, and part of my job is to ask people whether they want a receipt or not. Now, today I was doing my thing, ringing this bloke up, and when I asked if he wants a receipt, he said yes, but when I went to hand him the receipt, he just stares at me in the eyes as he takes his shit and leaves. I'm left with my arm out, receipt still in hand. Did I get cucked? And if so, how do I uncuck myself? Thanks, TCB. Jesus, mate. Christian, I'm sorry you had to experience that, mate. Um, so we'll, All right. We'll start off, boys. Cockatoos, what are we saying? What degree of cucking did this man receive? Uh, you know, on the scale of cucking, I think it's a mild cucking. You know, you have mild, spicy, whatever the fuck after spicy. It's, this so, is so mild. It's like, so, so, it's like lemon and herb at Nando's. Exactly. It's, mm. I would say anywhere from... Well, I remember we gave five or ten last time. So, I mean, if we're going by that scale, this is only like a one. Yeah. Barely L- last a one. time was the, was the homeless cucking. If you... Uh, mm. Yeah, take take a listen back. That was actually quite a quite a good cucking. Quite this a one, actually... actually I thanks, Sen. Thank you for enjoying your own own content. Just had to editorialize himself over. <laughs> good content. Um, I actually think this is quite a good cucking, and, and not because it's um, not because he did anything groundbreaking by not taking the receipt, but just the position that he left Christian in. Like when he's done that, when he's taken his stuff, not taking the receipt from him, even though he's you know respectfully asked for one. He's then left the gas station. Christian is trapped by not only physical <laughs> barriers, but socially constructed barriers. <laughs> I, so, when Christian asks, you know, what can I do? The answer is really nothing. Yeah, I'm struggling. When I read this, I'm struggling to come up with a solution for you, mate. Well, yeah, you can't uncuck yourself from this. There's no way you can reverse it. But I think I think this was an unintentional cucking. And this is something we explored last time as well. You know, the, the notion of... Mm. intentional versus unintentional cucking and which one's worse and we said intentional is worse so i think this is an unintentional i think what happened was and this is something that i do like you know someone asked you oh yeah how's your day been you're like yeah good thanks like it's a it's an mm. automatic reflex. Reflex you, it's a reflex so i think the guy said do you want a receipt the man wasn't even thinking he's like yeah sure and then when he sees this young lad put a piece of paper in front of him, he's like what the fuck are you doing he looks at <laughs> yeah, it get that away from me he doesn't compute and then just walks away no, but he, but he stared him in the eyes. I feel like there's some sort of intentionality. Or do you think this is something that Christian's just made up, you know, taking some creative license? Exactly. It could be embellished, but also, you know, 
looked him in the eyes, a bit of confusion. Again, he also could be Asperger's autistic. We don't know. And that's, and that's How a- have you taken this angle? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going out to bat for this man who we've just condemned to be a cuck, but sorry, a cuckold. I'm just saying, you know, he could be socially unaware. And so, he was confronted with this social event of a receipt and he couldn't, he didn't know how to deal with it. So, he looked him in the eyes and then it was fight or flight and he flew it. Is that a word? He fled. Mm. He fled. He flew. flew. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think, maybe, 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 you know, maybe. We can't, obviously, we can't rule these things out. To be fair, there are times, you know, if you're at a self-serve checkout, sometimes I get a receipt, sometimes I don't. I do nothing with the receipt. Yeah, it depends on the I don't know why I select yes sometimes. Maybe (laughs) that's what he's done here. Mm. I think, yeah, I don't know. I I still think it's intentional. I think he's just got a kick out of... Uh, making this boy print out a receipt and not taking it back. <laughs> not only simple pleasures Christian. of life. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's an old. He's probably an old man. You know, gas station. I think he's also cucked the environment, which is why I think he gets extra cuckatoos. <laughs> Mother Nature's been cucked. Poor Mother Nature, dude. He's done it. He's done a dirty. Although, yeah, he was driving a car as well, so that's an extra. You know, pumping <laughs> into three. the episode. That's a three. <laughs> he's not driving a Tesla. He's driving diesel for sure. <laughs> No, no, and E91. Okay, so we've established it was an intentional cuck. We'll go with that and we'll say, you know, three or four cockatoos. And we've said there's absolutely no way that Christian could have gotten old mate back. The only way I can think that he gets him back is it's not at the time. It's going to have to be a delayed mm. re-cuck, if that makes sense. He's going to have to wait till he comes back and then maybe do something about that when he comes back, you know? So, a so premeditated check this, check cuck. security footage or some shit to remember his face. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that face is etched into his brain after that. <laughs> the stare into the eyes. I'm sure. I'm sure it's in his head. So maybe Christian should have noted what the number plate of the man. Maybe mm. followed him home one day, mm. and then un- unspeakable things to his house and to his family. <laughs> but not him. But no, not him. Not. No, no. You got to leave his, his loved ones and his prize. Exactly. You got to leave him untouched because that'll really fuck with him. Yeah, like take take one out of the Mexican gang book. You know, you don't hurt the person. No. Well, you do hurt them sometimes. You know, that's that's a bit of a gross exaggeration. I've seen beheadings on Facebook, <laughs> clearly hurting the man. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, you staple the receipt to his forehead as he sleeps. And then yeah. you kiss him on the cheek and caress him. <laughs> and then he wakes up and he's just sitting in the corner of his room. <laughs> What family blood and today? Yeah, <laughs> with a receipt on his forehead, <laughs> and he's and he's brandishing a scan gun, not even like a shotgun or anything, but like one of those barcode scanning guns. <laughs> it's, it's taking a dark twist, <laughs> but don't actually hurt him. The stapling is enough. No, no, it's that's enough yeah. to um, yeah, fuck with someone mentally. All right, all right. We'll move on to the next one. What Thanks, Christian, this podcast for this become? By the way. This is that was very dark, boy. <laughs> Possibly the darkest we've ever gone. Um, Subscribe I, for more. I've got a, uh, I've got a cucking story as well that happened this week that I need your help on. So I didn't get cucked. I believe the bloke at the coffee shop got cucked. So me and my friend were were walking through, um, ordering our coffee, and this bloke had a water. He was holding it. He was standing up, um, arms outstretched. And then my friend, what he does is he walks to the guy. And then just starts dropping change into the water. What? (laughs) (laughs) So. What? (laughs) (laughs) Bro. Wrong segment, buddy. He's a fucking rare YouTube, mate. (laughs) 
I don't understand. Never right. have I seen a cup of water at a coffee shop and thought, yeah, you could use a dollar or two. <laughs> oh, God, I can't breathe. All right, so, no. The reason why he did it. Oh, there's a reason. So, we were walking outside. He, he went outside. He got his cup and coffee. And then, like, I stood at him and I was like, what's going on? Went outside, looked back inside. The guy's, like, fishing the dollars out of the uh, the mug. And I asked him, like, why did you drop it in there? Turns out he thought he was the tip jar. And he was oh like- Oh, my God. <laughs> taps the bloke on the shoulder. He's like, drops the change. He's like, here you go, mate. Enjoy that. Don't spend it all at once. <laughs> this is a, like a top three sto- weird story you brought to this podcast, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your mate needs help. Nah, no. <laughs> tip jar. I just dropped it in again. Who holds Reflex. the tip jar? Look, I don't know. That's okay. I'm not going to. And who tips in Australia? No, you're right. All and tip jars usually valid. have like a sign, like, you know, give so we may grow or some shit. tip jar. Yeah, it would say tip jar. <laughs> Look, I don't know what he was thinking. Again, reflex. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a cashless man as well. We live in a cashless society these days. You don't want to be holding the, you know, 10, 20 cent, note, uh, 20 cent pieces there and you just toss them around. Toss them in any man's fucking water. <laughs> So, again, question is this, boys. First of all, how many cockatoos are we giving this? And how does the man with the defunct water respond? Uh, I don't know. This is um, this is like low-range cucking. Like, you know, when you blow 0.051. It's like very low-range. <laughs> like, this is a slap on the wrist, maybe. One month, good behavior. Do a bit of social... <laughs> what I'm trying to say community is this service, is... Community service. That's what I was talking for. Thank you. Yeah, well, this is unintentional cucking. Yeah, exactly. Let's bring it down on the scale. And he looks like a goose more than anything through this cock. <laughs> I'll still never forget when I looked back into the mirror <laughs> or into the restaurant and the guy's like fishing <laughs> with his hands, the, the coins out of the water. Poor guy. When you saw that, did you stay at the- Yeah, surely. D- yeah. No, it was a takeaway. A bit, a bit of a takeaway. Takeaway situation. I don't know. I'll, I'll give this a, a half cock. Half cock or two here. I'll back that. For the pure audacity of the man. Hmm. But that's and then about what's it. What's the return of serve? Well, I don't know. We always swing a swing a hand, give him a right hook. I don't know. Again, no return of serve. This is why I think like I think the no returns of serve are the greatest cuckings. Well, you know they got I mean? money out of it, so I mean, what do you want him to put the coins back into your mate's coffee when he got it? Yeah, I don't know. Look, I don't know what I'm looking for, but you know, half cockatoo sounds fair. Alrighty, guys, thanks for making it to the end of the episode. We're bringing a new outro segment, which is Review of the Week. So, this is inspired by a good friend of ours, I will not name, who gave us a one-star review, and the review states, unfortunate drivel. So, Fucking bastard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the call to action. Every week, we're going to read out one of your reviews. Um, you know, Submit your best creative writing stories on iTunes. Uh, rate us five stars, because otherwise we will not review them. We do not need these one-star reviews from, you know, this coward over here. But, uh, yeah, send them in. Send them in and uh, we'll read them out. Yeah, whilst you're giving us a review, whilst you're there, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well if you want uh, so you don't miss an episode. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at Critical Banter, where you can find additional content as well as submit any questions or stories for us to discuss on segments like Cockabee Cock Today. The links for those as well as our website, criticalbanter.com, are in the description. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.